We will go ahead and get started with our first NTT IndyCar Series post-qualifying press conference of 2019. Joined by Joseph Newgarden, driver of the number two Hitachi Chevrolet for Team Penske. We'll be starting on the front row tomorrow in second position, a new career best for Joseph here on the streets of St. Pete. Joseph, uh, Practice was, was, I'm sure, a learning experience and, and getting back into the rhythm of things yesterday as you went through the first day of the 2019 season, but what did you learn from yesterday that was able to help you out today in qualifying for a, a front row start? Well, we had a, you know, a decent start to the weekend. It wasn't anything spectacular, um, but we were top 10 yesterday, which was good. It was encouraging. But we felt like we were working really hard just to be in the top 10, so we needed to be better. And um, we took a big step this morning. I mean, I think for us, we were, we were very fast in the morning, figured out how to get the car to turn, um, which is what we were struggling with yesterday, just getting rotation. And, um, yeah, that led into qualifying, and I think, I think all three of us were great. And, you know, poor Simon got really hung out to dry in the first session there, which was a shame. Uh, I think he would have been up there with us for, for sure as well. Uh, and then at the end, obviously, you know, it's a, it's a great it's a great lockout to have Will and me on the front row. Um, that shows that we found some strength today, and um, now we just need to you know make sure we got our race car to follow it up. When you were going into qualifying, it, it's no secret that your teammate Will Power is the driver to beat when it comes to qualifying here on the streets of St. Pete, and arguably at other racetracks as well. What do you do? You work with him a lot in terms of, of feedback that you can share to hopefully best him when it when it does come to qualifying. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just about executing, and he did a great job executing. He always does. I mean, we know that about Will. Um, you know, I, I just did not. The one time I needed to get the lap perfect, um, I didn't do that. You know, and, and I had a little bit better tires than he did. You know, I only had an outlap on my set. Um, so, you know, theoretically I should have had better tire life and, um, I just, I messed up the first lap. I had a pinch of the front tire into 13, 14, and then it just wasn't clean the rest of the lap. And I tried to salvage it on the second lap and, and got a little more out of it, but it just wasn't quite there. So yeah, it's, it, it always sucks. You know, I hate pacing him and then, you know, he, he, he nips me at the very end, but you know, that's how it goes. It's give and take. You know, we, we had last year, we get, we, we kept giving and taking between each other and qualifying. And, and I'm sure it's going to be the same this year, but, um, you know, the, the, the real key here is that both of us are up front and, and that's what really matters. I, I for sure wanted to, to execute better and get the pole, but we're both one, two, and, um, that's going to play really well for the race. So we can hopefully protect each other and, and, um, ultimately get a good result in the race, which is most important. Absolutely. Any questions for Joseph? Yes. Graham. Starting front, there's a microphone coming right to you. Joseph, with Chevy engines locking out the front row, just how much uh, has the engine improved since last year? Well, Chevrolet did excellent, you know, today and, and um, this weekend so far. We, we worked really hard last night to, to look at everything and try and get the most out of today. And um, without a doubt, I think 12 months later, we, we have, we've really figured out a lot of the drivability of the engine and um, improved quite a bit. So percentage-wise, I don't know, but we're, we're for sure better than where we were last year um, from a drivability standpoint, and, and Chevy's done a great job. So, you know, we can't thank them enough for the way they integrate with us, honestly. I mean, we, you know, we, we work as a team to get the most out of the car, but, but Chevy's right there with us to match the engine to that, and um, today that really showed. So, yeah, I was so, so pleased with, with where we're at so far. Any other questions for Joseph? Yes, Brant. Uh, 
cars, drivers, even even the asphalt here changes over the years, but it still comes down to Penske guys being really good. Why is that? I don't know, man. We got a good group, you know. I mean, it, it comes down to the people. Um, you know, yesterday we we didn't have the best cars. Yesterday we just didn't. You know, we were like I like I just said, we were scrapping to get in the top ten yesterday, and so you know we made a big leap today. And um, it takes people to do that. You got to put the right people together. And you got to be able to work through it every weekend. And I think we do that, you know, I, I would say we do it the best. Um, so that's, that's what made the difference today, going, going over everything last night and, and making the jump. Um, and that obviously includes Chevy, like we were just talking about. You know, the way they integrate with us is, is a big part of it. But it's people. You got you to, and that's, Roger preaches it, but you got to have the right people around each other and you got to have the right mindset. And I, I, I think that's why we got good cars around here. Um, I think that's generally why we, we have good cars on, on qualifying day and we figure it out. Joseph, thank you very much. Cool, Congratulations. Now joined by the two Chip Ganassi racing teammates, Scott Dixon driving the number nine PNC Bank Honda and Felix Rosenquist driving the number 10 NTT Data Honda. Scott, a fourth place, actually sharing the second row, I should mention, but Scott, a fourth place qualifying position for you in tomorrow's race. Your outlook on, on how qualifying went today, obviously very, uh, very action-packed for you, um, but also just the, the strength of your team with the, such a strong start for tomorrow. Yeah, I guess it, that was like Christmas, I guess. I don't know. It was um, scrappy. I think we changed front springs three times, uh, front rear toes, the front wing. It was just it was a bit of a mess. You know, we, we struggled to get the balance a little bit. Um, Q1, I think we were knocked out until the infraction with Sato. Um, had a spin in Q1, so yeah, we it was uh, it was almost like first day back at school, and it was just a mess. But um, all in all, I think uh, the car's pretty strong. You know, it's just it's not real nice to try and piece together. So um, I think over the longer run, it seems pretty suitable. Guys in Q1, I think, got a little bit lucky with uh, you know some fresher tyres later on with um, you know the the crash sesh that happened in that one as well. But um, you know we made the most of it. We could have been 14th or we starting fourth. So good spot. Great uh, to have Felix here. He did a hell of a job, and you know hopefully we can uh, have a, a you know a podium finish for both the nine and the ten. And your teammate Felix starting third in tomorrow's race won an Indy Lights here in 2016. Felix, how hopeful and how realistic do you think it is that you might be able to repeat here tomorrow afternoon? Well, I think that's dreaming a bit much at the moment. I think already, like Scott said, it was a bit of a Christmas day for us today. Uh, group one was just really messy. I didn't really have a lap and I was really worried I wouldn't go through. Uh, luckily, just made it through that one and then actually got knocked out out of the second group. Uh, I think Sato, someone got uh, knocked down and uh, for some kind of penalty and we luckily we came into the Firestone 6. Uh, then actually pulled together a really good lap, probably the best lap I'd done all weekend. So it felt like we'd, we performed when we needed to. Uh, yeah, fantastic to be top three already and um, yeah, being next to Scott on the grid. Um, yeah, as Scott said, I think we have something to work on, but the potential of the car seems really good. So, yeah, just really good fun being up here. And uh, yeah, then about the race, you know, it's just about forgetting everything, uh, everything we've done so far this weekend and uh, just put that in the history books and uh, aim for the race, see what we can do there. Joined by another pair of teammates sharing the third row in tomorrow's race. Actually, all three of the first rows are shared by teammates for tomorrow's race. Uh, Ryan hunter Ray starting fifth in the number 28 DHL Honda. Ryan, we talked a lot yesterday about how important it was to get the season started off on the right foot. Do you feel like you and the team have made some good progress towards that this afternoon? 
Um, I think we've definitely had uh, you know very positive off-season testing, and we came in here, and it, it seemed like it, uh, it it definitely transferred to our pace at, at St. Pete. Um, bit disappointed, obviously, with qualifying. Uh, we were uh, you know we were pretty strong in the previous sessions, and we turned the fastest lap today in qualifying, but it was in the wrong session. So unfortunately, um, I just struggled on the used reds. Really did. Um, I really couldn't do anything with them. Felt like a fish out of water um, with the used reds. So we'll have to look at that and figure out what we need to do for tomorrow. But um, yeah, we're in the fast six. We're fifth, um, so we can we can definitely do something from there. It's um, it's a matter of getting a good predictable race car for tomorrow. So I think we know what we need to do for it. It's how you how you get it, you know, out of, out of the setup of the car. So uh, yeah, definitely a bit disappointed, but um, it's good when you're disappointed with with being in the fast six, I guess. And a career best start for Alexander Rossi in tomorrow's race, starting six, driving the number 27 Napa Auto Parts Honda. Alex, hi. hi. Sorry. No, you're fine. Um, Alex, getting the weekend again off to a, a good start, I'm sure, is, uh, is the way that you were hoping to, uh, to start the weekend. But looking forward to tomorrow's race, what do you think we can expect from the field? I mean, it's close. It's, it's hard. I mean, I'm, I'm really pretty unhappy with the car. So the fact that we got to, to the fast six is a bit of a blessing. And, um, you know, I guess it's a good thing when that's, when that's a bad day for you. So um, obviously, Ryan's been, been really quick all weekend. And um, we need to, to kind of figure out why there was some performance uh, drop off in qualifying and, and kind of what our issues are because um, we'll need to, to improve it for the race tomorrow because it's, it's a tough one. It's, it's long. It's going to be hot. Um, so you need a car that you can really rely upon and, and have confidence in and, and you're not guessing all the time. And quickly, we'll introduce our poll winner, Will Power, driving the number 12 Verizon Team Penske Chevrolet. Will, your eighth poll here, the obvious question is, what is it about this particular track that you just seem to have mastered so well in qualifying? Yeah, actually, I think it was the nap I had before. I had a really good nap. I actually fell asleep, so it was kind of fresh. But uh, it was... It was a, yeah, right. It was a, just a, I mean, it was a great, it's been, been a tough weekend. I mean, we were 10th in practice. And we've just slowly worked on the car and, and got it better and better and better. And by, you know, even in qualifying, we we're making, you know, some kind of big changes. So by the time we got to the fast six, had a reasonable car, good car, obviously, and um, better on used tyres. New tyres, it was okay. So, um, and very good on blacks. But uh, yeah, I was over the moon. I really didn't think I'd get pole. Uh, I knew Joseph had really good tyres and um, he had a similar car to me. So, uh, yeah, we're just, just happy for the team. You know, we were on the back foot starting this weekend. But naps. Naps are the answer, apparently. Nap. A nap that you a took before? Yeah, oh, sure. man, I did. I had a good nap. I did. It wasn't even stressing. I just fell asleep. It was good. It was, it was my uh, little guy was having to sleep at the same time. So <laughs> There you go. It was good. Bus was quiet. <laughs> We've now learned the secret. Questions? From the audience. Yes, Aaron. For our other two uh, Ganassi guys, once the, the off-season anticipation is released tomorrow into turn one, the Fast Six is, whoa, organized by the by team. Does that mean you guys are going to play nicer? You don't want to hit the guy next to you? Or will that change the first few laps, the first 10 even? Well, I think the, the golden rule is don't take your teammates out. <laughs> and. Uh, until then, I guess we were racing as anyone else, but uh, just with extra respect. I don't. Yeah, there's always lots going on. I think it's not just going to be Felix. You know, there's, there's, uh, the competition is really tight this weekend, so there's not, not going to be much give. Um, and as always, you know, there's a lot of built-up tension. I think in the off-season, so turn one's definitely always going to be interesting. Mary. 
for Felix. Um, you seemed, from what you said, to be reasonably happy with your car. You know, you made it to the Fast Six, and then Scott's car, I think, went through a number of changes to get into the, the Fast Six before you actually ran. And your pits aren't that close together, so Felix, were there major changes done to your car? And, you know, what about the communication between the two pits? Well, it's, it's pretty busy when you're out there, but uh, obviously we got the information from from the nine car, but uh, I, I wasn't that unhappy. I felt I had a lot in the driving to, to go through first before I wanted to make changes. So it was my first quality session as well, so I didn't really have the confidence to like change a bunch of stuff. But uh, yeah, there's some stuff we can improve, but I was probably more happy than Scott with the car. Patrick and then Matt. I need an extensive answer from all of you, um, or Alex, you can answer it. Um, what, do we, what do you think about the fairness of that first session? It was very jumbled. That way we got like three, four minutes of green flag time maybe. Do you think that might potentially look at that rule to make sure that people actually get a chance to get a real lap in? Yeah, I think, I think they should uh, because in the past everyone got one lap when that situation came up um, because no one really got a lap on red. So to me... Yeah. I think in that situation, everyone should get a chance of doing one lap. Um, and the rule used to be you had to leave the pit lane within 60 seconds and you got one chance. So we, we were very surprised to see when they f threw the check in. I mean, there's guaranteed green in, in the final round. So, I mean, it, it would make sense that there's something similar, but obviously it's above our pay grade. So, <laughs> Anybody else? Only takes a complaint. Hmm? Think we're good? Only takes a complaint. Matt. Okay, Will, shoot me straight. You've won the poll here eight times in ten years. Were you really surprised that you won? No, I was, yeah. I, I mean, it, it's, uh, it's not easy in this series. Anytime you get poll, you're pretty happy. Obviously, I, really, I like the track, but... You know, everyone's everyone's on top of each other. It's about you know getting it right for the session. It's come down to literally understanding the condition and and really thinking on the fly with what you need to do with the car. Because driving wise, everyone's capable of pumping out a pole lap. It's just you know, can you get the car in that window quickly through those first few rounds to understand the condition of the track? So um, yes, I was. Uh, the car wasn't perfect until the fast six uh, on used tyres. So. Um, yeah, it's, if you've watched the Times all weekend, you would expect that someone would say that because no, no one has stood out. Yes, Mark. Um, for any of you, I don't know who wants to answer this. Um, are the reds dropping off uh, so much such that you're going to want to get off those tires as soon as possible tomorrow? Or do they drop and then hold on after that? Yeah, I don't think anybody's run them long enough to really know um, if they hold on after that, but they definitely drop off as they're, as they're engineered to do. So, I don't know. Reds always drop off. It's just a matter of how much. We'll see tomorrow. Josh? Yes, question for Felix. Um, you've won at Macau, and you've, you've, won, you've also ran a bunch of Formula E races, and you've won here, and you won at Toronto. So what is it about street circuits that seems to suit your style, and how does St. Petersburg compare to circuits like Macau and in Europe? 
Uh, yeah, th this one is definitely a fun circuit, you know, it, it has a good flow and I think everyone loves to come here. Uh, honestly, like this weekend, I hadn't had an easy time, you know, I had to work really hard, as, as Will said, it's not like you're just up here by default. Uh, I had to work a lot on my driving and I didn't really feel like I probably was worse off than I expected uh, in the beginning. So yeah, it's, uh, it's hard work and I wouldn't say I feel like uh, some kind of street circuit master around here. So uh, maybe next year. <laughs> Chris? With all the rubber that's being laid down by the various series that are running this weekend, how difficult has it been to get the proper setup, knowing that as you go out more and more and more and more and more, there's more and more and more rubber laid down by different compounds, by different companies going on on the same track? Yeah, I mean, it's tough. It's a, it's a moving target. And, you know, a lot of the decisions we make are very much theorizing, theorizing predicting uh, what the conditions are going to do and, and how the different series and the different rubber and temperatures and everything um, are all going to have an impact on that. So it's kind of what Will had alluded to earlier is, is you have to be able to make changes during qualifying as the track, you know, obviously comes to us uh, with the Firestone rubber getting put down. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely uh, uh, an always moving target, especially on these street tracks um, as the grip level kind of improves throughout the weekend. Did you have a follow-up, Chris? No. David. Since Wolfgang isn't here, I'll do the two questions thing. Um, <laughs> uh, Scott, first of all, uh, do you, are you now uh, happy that your car is in a good place uh, after all those changes that you <laughs> went through in qualifying? Uh, I think it's still far from that. <laughs> um, I don't know. We kept kind of like going in a circle. So um, we did lots of ABAs. That was that was interesting. But uh, so yeah, I don't know. We're, we're just really struggling to piece the corner together. Have um, had loads of understeered apex and just you know really chasing it on on entry. So um, no, we'll have to think about some stuff for tomorrow. But okay. cars okay. It's kind of in the window, but it's just not fun to drive. Right. And uh, Felix. Uh you know, you're within a quarter second of pole for your very first uh, IndyCar race. Uh, do you, would you say that you now, uh, that gives you confidence that you're close enough that sooner or later you will be, uh, you know, taking pole positions and, uh, you know, possibly winning races this year? Uh, th that's definitely the target, you know. Um, I expect myself to be there at some point, uh, but... As I said before, today felt more like a gift being up here than, you know, my actual performance. I would say we probably belong a bit further down the list, but we are, you know, there and about. But there's definitely stuff to work on. Uh, yeah, but you, it seems to be the, the thing in this series that you need to really work for it. And you need to hang on. And if you're lucky, you're going to be, you know, you're going to have a good result. Even in a race, it seems to be that way. So, yeah, never give up, I guess. Thank you. We have a question down front with Patrick. A uh, question kind of for Ryan and Scott. Uh, guys like Felix coming in, it seems like every time a newcomer comes into this series, the talent level is just getting higher and higher. Uh, how much does that keep you motivated, let's say, through the off season to stay on top of your game just to, to stay in the game? 
I think we're, uh, yeah, the motivation's there. Um, there's obviously, we, we've talked about it, you know, until we're blue in the face, how, how much talent there is in this series. And then guys like Felix come in and Marcus. And, um, you know, it's, it's just, it's all the way through the whole field. I mean, there's, there's guys that could win any race, any time. And, um, yeah, you have to always be progressing as a driver and with your team, um, you know, technically. It always has to be progress, progressing or else you're falling behind. So, yeah, that motivation's there for sure, and I think, um, yeah, it's there year in and year out. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I think to get an opportunity, you gotta, you're going to have to be pretty good, you know. It's not like Felix hasn't been good in anything else, you know. So it's, it's inevitable that evolution, you know, uh, there's going to be a lot of young guys coming in. You know, we saw that with Robbie last year and, you know, taking the pole here last year. So it's, it's uh, you know... I think this formula keeps you on your toes. The competition across the field always keeps you on their toes. And, and um, you know, the, the teams, you know, there's no small teams now. There's no, you know, really, you know, there's no bad drivers like we, you know, used to see maybe back in the past. But, um, yeah, it's competitive, man, all the way through. You, you mess up a little bit and you're going to be a long ways down. Jana? Hey, uh, well, yesterday, Roger and uh, TC were talking about um, all the success that Team Penske is having right now in, across the entire organization. And they both said that it motivates you guys on the IndyCar side. And you came here knowing that you guys have to step up and keep up with the rest of the program. Is that accurate? Um, yeah, you, not that you're not not like you're thinking about that while you're out there, but um, obviously, you know, winning the first two V8 supercar races and the last two NASCAR races, you know, the team's firing on all cylinders. So yeah, the, the pressure is on for uh, us to perform. Sorry, I got allergies. Um, <laughs> it's been terrible. Uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, we. We need to keep performing. We weren't happy with our street course performance last year, so we really focused on it in the off-season. And I feel like we got a definitely a nicer car to drive. Um, and you know, time will tell as we get to some of these more bumpy tracks. But uh, um, we're hoping to be further up the front on the street courses this year. Any final questions? Yes, we'll take our last question from Chris. Mentioning Robert Wickens earlier, how good has it been for all of you to see him here this weekend? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's awesome to see Robbie here and see his progress. Um, you know, it's just uh, it's such a travesty that, that guy is not here in a car. Um, um, but, you know, he's working really hard and just awesome to see him. He's one of the, probably the best guy I've seen come along in a long time to be able to rock up and, and be a legitimate contender from the beginning and on ovals and everything. So, um, yeah, really, really happy to see him and hope he, hope he continues to progress quickly. Yeah, I think his tenacity, uh, his mindset just inspires us all. I mean, it inspires anybody that has followed the story. So absolutely great to see him here. And um, he's making, you know, he's making huge strides. So it's, it's great to see and hopefully we see him back in an IndyCar one day. Guys, thank you very much. Thank Congratulations. You.